What's up, guys? This is Derek. And this is Michael. Your two beautiful, handsome hosts. Uh, and today, oh, well, for actually, first off, I just want to start off saying uh, thank you guys for listening for the first episodes and sharing like our page on your guys' story. We thought that was really cool. Yeah, we got a lot of listeners. Uh, we got a lot of downloads, you know, from, you know, here in California to Colorado. Yeah, Colorado had a huge market for some reason. Yeah, for, <laughs> for some reason. So what's up, Colorado? Uh, we got some listeners in Arizona and in Georgia. So we really appreciate it, guys. We really appreciate it, guys. Definitely. And and for those who um, don't know, we have an Instagram page, Sportsaholic underscore podcast. So if you guys want to follow us, that you know, we'd much appreciate it. Uh, we've been doing some polls for the games, for the, like, the NFL games. And um, yeah, it'd just be cool if you want to just check us out and give us a follow. That'd be sweet. Yeah, we'll definitely be more active now uh, throughout the season. So yeah, please give us a follow. Uh, we'll do a little contest soon. You know, and you get to uh, try to get to know us more. So, but thank you for for all the love and support, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is episode two. Uh, today we're going to talk about a little bit of MLB action that happened uh, last week. And then we're going to jump into the wild card action. And then uh, we'll see how the, the next round is going to play out. Yeah, our, our divisional picks. Because we definitely, we, we got some games wrong. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> my My bracket was busted immediately (laughs) but yeah guys let's get into the action uh there's some mlb news uh derek did you hear there's a robbery in cleveland i i I think i i think i may have heard something like that uh i don't know exactly the players names or anything like that (laughs) yeah there was a big big trade between the mets and indians uh the mets are receiving francisco lindor superstar shortstop uh in six seasons he has two silver sluggers and two gold gloves He's a career 285 hitter with 138 RBIs, 411 RBIs. Ah, oh, fuck. I said. <laughs> what? I said uh, home runs as RBIs, and then I said RBIs as RBIs. Oh, okay. It's oh, a- fuck. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That's all right. He's just a really good player. That's all you got to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they got Francisco Lindor. Uh, they also got starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco in 242 career games. Uh, he has a 3.77 ERA. Uh, and then for the the haul for the Indians, the Indians got shortstop Andres Jimenez, uh, 22-year-old shortstop. Uh, he made his first splash in MLB action last year. He only played 49 games, and he hit for 263 with three home runs. Uh, they also got another shortstop, which is pretty weird because I don't know if they're going to compete for that position or mm-hmm. if they're going to try moving them around. But they also got Ahmed Rosario, 25-year-old shortstop, who is a 268 career hitter with 32 home runs and 50 stolen bases. And then um, they got Josh Wolf, a 2019 second-round pick. Uh, no MLB action just yet, but he's scouted to have a good fastball and a good curveball as well. And then another second-round pick, but for 2020, Isaiah Green. Um, no MLB experience just yet either. He's a good contact hitter with above-average speed. Yeah, the trade is definitely made a big splash. Uh, I really don't know why the Indians gave up that much for such a little return. Um, so all those players you just named went to one team. Yes, Andres Jimenez, Ahmed Rosario, Josh Wolf, Isaiah Green, all young players. Uh, the last two players that I named, uh, they're pretty uh, – they're good prospects. Mm-hmm. So – but yeah, the the Mets look look like a big threat in the NL East now. And then what did Cleveland get out of this? Uh, well, Cleveland got the, the four players. Um, they don't really have uh, much MLB experience, so that's kind of a, a shocking, you know, move. Because you know, if you if you give up some big leader big leaguers, you kind of want some big leaguers in return, you know. Right. To kind of fulfill uh, that that void, you know. But I really don't know. You know what the Indians were thinking there, but I mean we'll see. I mean Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green could be you know superstars in the future. You know, so we we never know what's gonna happen. So uh, as far as this year goes, how likely do the because you said New York Mets, right? Yeah. How likely do they look? Uh, look like they're gonna compete for the World Series, and then how does Cleveland look for this year? Are these gonna be garbage or? Well, Cleveland has has looked good in the past couple seasons. You know, they've made it to the World Series. They lost to the Cubs in 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they they actually blew a, a three one lead. The, oh. the Cleveland Indians, yeah, they lost at, they lost at home game seven to the Cubs. That sucks. Yeah, so um, I don't. I really don't know if they're gonna be able to compete in their division. The Chicago White Sox, you know, they they're making some really good moves right now. Uh, they actually had a a big big reliever sign with them. I'll get into that just in a little bit, but the White Sox definitely look like the favorite in the Central right now. Okay. So we'll we'll see how the Indians will will roll out from here. But the Mets definitely do look like a big contender in the NL East now. Um, they also got James McCann not too long ago, uh, a big catcher. Okay. Um, and yeah, they have good starting pitching. You know, they're trying to fulfill their their voids in in the infield, and some good hitters. Uh, they're linked to other players just like George Springer, DJ LeMahieu. So we'll definitely see what happens with the, with the Mets this future. In the future, so it looks good. Uh, sticking with the NL East, uh, the Nationals sign outfielder Kyle Schwarber to a one-year deal for $10 million. Uh, in 2019, he hit 38 home runs. Uh, last year, he didn't do so hot, but it's a 60-game span, so I'm not going to really discredit him. It, yeah, was a, it, was, it was a weird season last year, you know? Yeah, you can't can't take – yeah, not even not even half a season, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can't discredit him. Uh, but he is a high-risk, high-reward type of player. Um you know, he hits a lot of home runs. Like in 2019, he hit 38, but he's a 230 career average. Uh, to put that in perspective, um, a good, a decent hitter hits for 250. And so he was 230? And he's hitting for 230. Okay, so that's pretty solid. No, not no, solid? Not, not to me, <laughs> not to me. It's Okay, just just FYI, uh, people, I, I don't know anything about baseball, so... He's learning. I'm learning, I'm learning as I go. But yeah, so it's... Kind of a shocking, tr- uh, kind of a shocking signing, just because they signed Josh Bell. Oh, they traded for Josh Bell actually not too long ago. The Washington Nationals did. Uh, he's also a high risk, high reward type of player. He makes hard contact, but he doesn't get on base pretty often, just okay. like Schwarber. So, again, we'll definitely have to see how how to, how that'll work out. Uh, Schwarber will fulfill uh, left field. That'll make uh, Juan Soto move to right field. Since Adam Eaton left to Chicago, and yeah, we'll we'll just see we'll just see how that works out. Uh, speaking of Chicago, the White Sox signed uh, reliever of the year Liam Hendricks to a three-year, fifty-four million dollar deal. Uh, for the those people who don't know, for relievers to make that kind of money is is a big deal. How much is like an average you would say for a reliever? Maybe like five to ten mil if you're good. A year. A year, yeah. So then that contract should be around thirty million. Did he got fifty four? Yeah, for three years he got fifty four million, and he got a he got a, also a club option for the fourth year. So if the club if the club likes him after his three years stay at Chicago, um, I mean I don't see why not they'll pick him up for the fourth year. Damn, why is he is he's worth that much or like why why are they paying him that much? Yeah, so he actually revitalized his career. You know he kind of struggled in the beginning of his career. Uh, in twenty nineteen he actually had a great season with. A 1.80 ERA, and then in 2020 he had a 1.78 ERA, and in in those two combined seasons he combined for 39 saves, 161 strikeouts, and 110 innings pitched. So he's pretty pretty lights out right now. Yeah, it's pretty good. And yeah, Chicago looks really good. Like I said earlier, they look like the favorites in that division. I can't see the Indians. I mean, the Indians will compete against them, but. At the end, at the end of the season, it looks like the Chicago White Sox will be the the leaders in that division, definitely. Okay. And then to to wrap off um, this segment for MLB, um, legendary Tommy Lasorda, manager for the Dodgers from 1976 to 1996, passed away January 7th, 2021, in Fullerton. Uh, you know, no matter who you support, no matter who you like in baseball. Uh, it's always sad to see, you know, a big baseball icon pass away. Right, right. So, you know, I, I've always respected Tommy. I always respected that organization. And 71 years in the Dodgers in the Dodgers organization is... That's a long-ass time. It's a long time, dude. Very long time. Um, in 1981 and 1988, he won the World Series champion championship with uh, the Dodgers. 
And in the past 14 years, Tommy was a, a special advisor, actually, for the Dodgers. Okay. And, yeah, he was inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 97. Uh, he actually won the a gold medal for the Olympics. As, uh, like, coaching or? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they uh, when baseball was in the Olympics in Sydney, Australia, he won the, the gold medal. Uh, is it not in there anymore? Uh, they actually, I think they're bringing it back. Huh. Yeah, they took it out for a little bit. And now I guess they're bringing it back. So, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. Um, you know, I'm happy that the, the Dodgers were able to win a World Series right before you passed. Yeah, I feel like it's it's almost like, not that he, that's not like, you know, that's not the only reason he was alive, but like, it was like, maybe he was just hoping out, like, that's all I need to see, you know, like, that's. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. and, you know, obviously just a few months later, um, and like, like I said previously, I'm not a, you know, I'm not still learning the whole baseball stuff, but my whole family, they're big Dodger fans. So, like, my whole life I would watch Dodger games and go to Dodger games. Right. And so I've heard Tommy's name and, like, I would see him at the games and stuff, like, on the big screen, on, on television and all that. And so, yeah, I would definitely – I'm not a Dodgers fan, but I, I can definitely say that, like, I root for the Dodgers cause just because of my association with my family. And so it was definitely – like I know my dad and um, like my uncle, they were they were telling me about it and just how how crazy it was that like you know he's he's been just with the Dodgers for seventy one years, right? Yeah, that's that's a lifetime, you know. Yeah, seventy one years. So yeah, yeah. I've had also I also have a lot of family who who are big Dodger supporters, uh, family friends, you know. So definitely definitely sad day for baseball that uh, on January seventh. Definitely. Um, but yeah, let's you want to jump into the wild card action. Yeah, let's do uh let's recap this this pretty honestly very entertaining wild card weekend. Um we we'll start with the we'll just go in order of the games on Saturday to Sunday. Uh first one was Colts and Bills. Real really quick really quick guys. Uh you know, we are in my backyard still, so I apologize if you hear any car horns, you know, birds chirping, um cars passing by and stuff like that. So bear with us guys. You know, uh, we'll we'll find a better space to to record, and we'll make it definitely a lot better for you guys. Yeah, hopefully soon. Hopefully sooner rather than later. But exactly. All right, so let's jump into Colts Bills. Colts Bills. Uh, from your perspective, what did you think of that game? Uh, it was a lot closer than I thought it would be. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I underestimated Philip Rivers. Dude, yeah. I I'm sorry, Philip Rivers. <laughs> I really I thought the Bills were gonna blow you guys out. Yeah, he. They honestly. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think it was really his fault that they lost. Uh, I mean, the final score we had a twenty-four to twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-four to twenty-seven. It was. It was a nail biter. Honestly, the Colts scored fourteen points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, Philip Rivers, uh, twenty-seven out of forty-six, three hundred and nine yards, two touchdowns. And I think the most important number in that stat line is that there was zero interceptions. Zero interceptions, right? Yeah. Philip Rivers, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. But man, it was a close game. Um, the Bills actually held the rookie of the year, like I think rookie of the year, Jonathan Taylor, to only seventy-eight yards. Yeah, that's that's yeah. He's been having a really great year to to hold him to seventy-eight yards was yeah, pretty he only, good. He only averaged three point seven a carry. That's yeah. It's not that's, that's not nothing, that good, dude. I could do better. <laughs> nah, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I can't. But as a team, though, the Colts did run for one sixty-three, which is which is solid. It's pretty. It's pretty good for. Uh, for just a single game. Yeah, Naheem Hines. He, Hines picked he, it up. He picked it up. Yeah, he got seventy-five yards and just six carries. So he just he did just as good as Taylor, you know. Yeah, but I think I think the main and then T well T Y didn't do much of anything. T Y Hilton. Yeah, T Y was absent basically. Yeah, two receptions, thirty-two yards, five targets. Um, if you're gonna target your essentially your best receiver your, yeah, five best. times, like one time a quarter. I mean. Why is he even playing, you know? Exactly. But uh but the surprising one was uh Jack Doyle actually. Tight end, right? Uh yeah. Tight end Jack Doyle, seven receptions, seventy yards, one touchdown. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad, but you know, it wasn't the Colts night. It wasn't the Colts day, I mean, but um the Bills, that's where it's at, the Bills, you know? Yeah, they I mean Allen twenty six for thirty five, uh three twenty four on the day and then two touchdowns. 
and 54 yards rushing with a touchdown, rushing yeah. touchdown. So he he did it all, man. He was he looked good. He looked very compact, solid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely can't complain about the, the that pick. You know, that was our pick for the next round. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did. It. We had that game. Um, I'd, I'd say that the only thing, well, there's a couple of things. The the reason I think the Colts really, honestly, they could have won the game, but they missed the field goal, and which that would have tied the game essentially at the end. And then uh, they, I believe, they went for it on fourth down and yeah. they didn't convert when they could have had. That's another three points. So if you had those, the missed and then the attempted, that would have been six points. They could have. That's essentially. They won the game right there, yeah. Yeah, that's that's basically yeah. There was a lot of controversy like all over Twitter, Instagram. You know, the it was it was they were kind of questioning like what kind of happened at the end of the game, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then that um, was it? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Was it the interception or a fumble? The or the at the end of the game there was that play where the refs totally they whiffed on that call. That, yeah, they just butchered it. Yeah, I mean, luckily they obviously the right the ball don't lie. Colts didn't, you know, they couldn't convert or anything, make a touchdown. But, yeah, that was closer than it needed to be. Exactly. Uh, I just want to point out, though, uh, a key factor that I, I pointed out last week was Stefan Diggs, uh, six receptions, 128 yards. Whew. It's uh, 21.3 on an average. That's and uh, he, he got a touchdown, you know? Yeah. He had a – he's been – like, he's what he's been doing all year, man. Exactly. He's a beast. Great, great um, – He's definitely worth the trade for the Bills. That was that worked out beautifully. Yeah, so the the Bills are going to move on. They're going to face the the Ravens at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that uh, after we recap some of the other games. Uh, let's just jump into the the Rams Seahawks game. Yeah, that one disappointing. <laughs> I know you are because that was. Let your... me tell you, disappointing. <laughs> yeah, that that Seahawks. What were you doing, dude? <laughs> you. Maybe you gotta send a message to Russ, it's like, "Hey, Russ, you gotta stop cooking, dude. You're you're burning the you're you're burning the steaks." And yeah, you gotta. You, well, all, to be fair, both offenses didn't do much of anything. Yeah, it was more of the defense, mm-hmm. uh, spe- specifically the Rams defense. Uh, Aaron Donald was a madman that game. Ooh. He, I think he had a uh, four sacks, right? Uh, I think two him. I think it was two himself. To himself, okay, and then five as a team. Five as a team, right? There we go. Okay, yeah, but he he was an animal. He was really containing uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, but first of all, let's let's talk about the Rams. Uh, you were right, definitely. Last week, uh, they were questioning on, on who to start, either Goff or Wolford, mm-hmm. and they actually started uh, John Wolford, but he got injured right away, basically in the first quarter. Yeah, he got hit on his head or like kind of messed up his neck or something, and. Uh, he went to the hospital. I was like, after that, I was like, dude, I hope this guy's like, hope he can walk or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was scared for what the injury was, but they released him not too late, not too later. And so he seems like he might play the next game. Um, but yeah, when Goff came in, he he didn't do much. Nine of 19 for 155 and a touchdown. Yeah, that's that's that was, not even average, you know. It's yeah. A little, little subpar. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the key for that is he didn't turn it over, turn the ball over at all. Exactly, so. no interceptions. So, whereas, yeah, Wilson, he had a, a pick six, like ugly. Yeah, yeah, it was like I said, disappointing game. I really thought the Seahawks were gonna go all the way to the Super Bowl, but uh, Cam Akers, twenty eight carries, one hundred thirty one yards. He also got a touchdown. Yeah, he single handedly carried the offense. Uh, Cooper Cup in receiving, he got uh, four receptions, seventy eight yards. Nineteen point five average. Yeah, not uh, bad. He, I I actually saw him leaving uh, off the field on the at the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, he had um, I think it was a knee injury. A knee, is he, he? Do you know if he's clear for next game? I think it's very likely he's gonna play. I don't think it's anything uh, like like a torn ACL or anything. Right. Um. So it looks very likely he'll play and and Wolford and then Donald is I think the one that's actually most in question. Yeah, Donald. Yeah, he messed up something his ribs. Um, I don't think it's anything broken, but I mean, even just bruised ribs, like it's hard to even like just walk, you know, much less play a NFL game. Wow. So well, yeah, the Rams are gonna need all the help they can get against the Packers, you know. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta really stop. Because I mean, the Wilson and the Seahawks, their offense was very solid all year. But they, that, that that's that's what was really disappointing. It's just they looked so. Like, nothing was connecting for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they did not look like they're clicking at all. 
the um, I think Pete Carroll made some really questionable calls, uh, unnecessary penalties. Yeah. You know, like it, it was just really an overall bad game for the Seahawks. You know, I thought, you know, they were going to do really good this game. I thought they're going to, you know, show what they got. But like you said, Wilson didn't really do anything. Um, you know, Chris Carson didn't do much either. Yeah. You know, um, DK Metcalf. He has he had he got two touchdowns, but you know, five for ninety six. Uh, five receptions, ninety six yards. You know, Tyler Lockett only two receptions. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, and they they had a they lost a fumble too in addition with a pick six. So it's like yeah, the Rams defense just they made plays where Seattle didn't. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so um, the Rams definitely showed up that game, uh, and that's why they're moving on. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just crazy how how one game could just change your season right away. You know. Yeah. But now let's let's jump into your your favorite player, oh. your favorite player, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. They oh, beat the Washington Football Team thirty-one to twenty-three. Um, why don't you tell um, our our viewers, our listeners, uh, why you don't like Tom Brady really quick? <clears throat> really quick? Okay. Really quickly, yeah. All right, I'll try to keep. It. I know you could talk about this for like <laughs> hours, but this could be the whole. Like, this could be the whole episode. But okay, so. Someone is Tom Brady. As much as I hate him, I'm not gonna be one of those guys that just because I hate him, like I can't say anything good. But he's a really good quarterback. He's there's a reason why he's won a lot. Um, I think his determination and his will is something that you don't find in man. Like I could only compare him to like Kobe and Michael Jordan. Like there, there is. Yeah, there, he's he's one of the greatest in in all of football. Yeah, even so, even just professional sports, man, it's insane. Yeah, but, uh, he, he's he's. You know, as much as you and I don't like him, he is a machine, so. Yeah. But go ahead. And so so with that being said, you would think someone with all that talent and will and whatever wouldn't need to succumb to cheating. And I know you could say, you know, probably every team cheats here and there, minor, you know, minor offenses. But being accused of cheating multiple times, like it's not just like one time thing. It's been over the years, multiple times. It's like, obviously, you know, it's, if something happened once, you know, it's like, all right, it's, you know, maybe it was an accident or mistake, you know, but if it keeps happening, that's a pattern, which means they're doing it purposely. Right, definitely. And so it's like, I can't respect someone who has all the talent in the world. Like, they don't even, like, there's no reason for them to be cheating. Like, they just, they just are too afraid to lose or something. Uh, and, and, I mean, he still probably would win, like, four or five championships. Like, it probably wouldn't even change the outcome that much. But... Yeah, I just think that that's, that's shameful, and I, I can't respect a team, a franchise, uh, a coach, uh, him for that. Oh, so you're, you're saying the Patriots as an organization then? Oh, yeah, oh, they, yeah, them included as well. Okay, so, okay, okay. So, um, Tom Brady, if you ever want to come on the show, uh, <laughs> we'll just make sure Derek isn't here. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I would love to be there just so I could talk shit to him, but... Um, <laughs> Back turned and everything. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even face him. I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't look him in the eye. But um, but yeah, so yeah. Okay, well, let's let's talk about um how he did on Saturday. Saturday, okay. With all that being said, he did pretty solid for yeah. under fifty year old man from <laughs> twenty two of forty, three hundred eighty one yards because he's throwing to like the top five receivers in the league. So big whoop, basically. Um, basically, yeah. Two touchdowns. Um, and he was playing a team that has no name. Come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Washington. Come on, get a name already. <laughs> but yeah, uh. You know, he did good. You know, he, he did what he usually does, you know. Comes in, has a has a great performance. That's just kind of his game, you know. Yeah. Um, You know, like you said, uh, top five receivers in the game. You know, Mike Evans is one of them. Uh, six receptions, 119 yards, uh, 19.8 average. Uh, Cameron Bate, four receptions, 80 yards. So they were they were doing really well uh, on the on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the rushing end, not so much. It was just Leonard Fournette, basically. Uh, only 19 carries, 93 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, just like a eh, solid game. The, yeah, just, just you know, your solid, you know, Buccaneers game. Yeah, just I think it was, I mean, it was just definitely, it came down to Washington wasn't, they weren't able, like their defense was doing its job for the most part. But, yeah, I mean, they had like a backup quarterback through an interception. Um, they would three and outs, you know, they would stall, uh, just – yeah, their offense just couldn't match it. And yeah, and I mean Washington's a football team, you know, like they're they're gonna be good in the future, but right now competing against, you know, Tom Brady and Mike Evans and them, it it's a it's a challenge, you know? 
Yeah, it definitely is. And even even with that being said, they lost by one possession. They could have won the game still. Like they still like they in that fourth quarter they could have they could have um actually they could have won it. But. Yeah, they 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 were making a, a a you know they were really containing them. Uh, you know I think Taylor Heineke. Yeah, Heineke, dude. He he balled out, man. I'm. You know, I think I think he's the future right there. Yeah, he looked man. That play where he he, uh, the, he ran it in the diving touchdown. Oh. oh my god! You can't tell me he didn't want it, man. Yeah, was- he 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 wanted it, dude. He he put everything in that game. So shout out to Heineke, man. Oh yeah, much respect. Oh, he sep- I believe he dislocated his shoulder that game on on that play. I think that play, and then he came back and still played. Wow, man. Yeah, dude. yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Heineke, man. He he really balled out that game. He really wanted it. That Washington football team really wanted it. Mm-hmm. But you know, against Tom Brady, it, it's a challenge. Yeah, but I think they have a pretty, yeah, promising future. They still have some. They have good pieces on defense and offense. A good coach. They the future is definitely bright. Yeah, Cam Cam Sims, uh, seven receptions, 104 yards. You know, he looked really good. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, six receptions, 75 yards. So they have pieces, and I think they have a good quarterback for the future. So, you know, I definitely think they'll be back in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe in two years. Yeah. Maybe in two years, definitely. But uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're gonna face the the, the Saints next round. Round three, that's gonna be. That's well, gonna well, be I heard it's gonna be on the History Channel. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, with the the two fifty year old quarterbacks, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they're gonna have like Walkers and Canes and stuff. But. Exactly, exactly. But let's jump into uh, Ravens Titans. Yeah, damn, that's. Another I mean, disappointing game. <laughs> For our picks, but I mean, it was pretty much the kind of like what we said, where it's like, at any time it kind of could go any way. Like it, it was close all game, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was obviously over exaggerating when I said disappointing, but like we said, it was going to be a close game, nail biter down to the last quarter. You know, the game essentially ended when Marcus Peters in- intercepted that ball. Yeah. And in the fourth quarter, and that was basically the end for the Titans. But you know, Lamar Jackson. He, you know, he's Lamar Jackson. Even though he didn't have any touchdown passes, he had a, a 16 carries rushing uh, for 136 yards, and he did get a touchdown. Yeah. And then as a team, they ran for 236 yards. That's that's a that's a huge number. It's a huge number, yes. And, yeah, I mean, he, he you know, they basically sl- slide, slide, they're sliding through to the next round, you know. Mm-hmm. It could have gone both ways, but... Definitely, the the Ravens had a solid game. Yeah, I think they had a. I think their pl- game plan obviously was to just stop Henry and make Tannehill to beat you with the throw, and I mean that's what they did. He had eighteen attempts for forty yards. Yeah, the, like yeah, you they could he just couldn't get the run game going, and yeah, he really couldn't. And that that's where it was really disappointing for Titans fans. You know, mm-hmm. he just he only averaged two point two point two yards. Pedestrian. Nothing, dude. Nothing. He they really couldn't get him rolling. Yeah, and that, that's that was basically what it was. And then Tannehill, like you know, obviously, I know Tannehill very well from being a Dolphins fan, and he's the kind of guy where if you have the right pieces around him, he's gonna he's gonna thrive. He's gonna he's gonna that's where he lives. At. He needs a team. You know, he's not gonna he's not the guy to carry you. Exactly. Right. And so that's why he works so well in Tennessee because he has Henry um, and really good receivers to help him yeah, out. Yeah, Corey Davis. I, I don't even think. Was Corey Davis play, playing? I think he started, but I think he got injured. He got injured, right? Yeah, yeah. So that didn't help either. Yeah, so he he really it was just him. It was Tannehill and basically Derrick Henry, and you know, to no avail, they really couldn't do anything. Yeah, it, was, it sucks because I think a lot of people being in the championship game last year, you, you would think you would you know, you think you might be able to go to the Super Bowl, but yeah, they couldn't even get past the wild card. Yeah, exactly. That that's. That's how you can. That's how you know Derrick Henry is is a is a key factor for this this Titans offense. You know. Yeah. So definitely sad to see the Titans go and Derrick Henry go, and Tannehill. You know, one of our favorites. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think Baltimore uh, deserved that game. Yeah, they should. Um, they're they're on they're on a hot streak right now. So they are on a hot streak. Yeah. And then they're playing um, playing the Bills, which that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be fun. Well, yeah, I can't wait to get into that game. Exactly. That 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 game's gonna be. You know, I really think probably one of the the must see games this weekend. Yeah, most definitely. All right, let's jump into uh, Bears and Saints Bears now. Yeah, not not <laughs> not too much to say about that one. Yeah, not too much to say about that. Bears nine points, Saints twenty one. Uh, Mitch Trubisky was uh, Mitch Trubisky. You know. Yeah, nothing surprising there. Only uh, nineteen out of twenty nine, one hundred ninety ninety nine yards, 
only one touchdown. Which which came at like the final couple minutes of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was a good it was a good catch though. Yeah, it was a good catch by Jimmy Graham. Yes, it was a good catch, but you know, the Bears offense was abysmal. Yeah, just non existent. They had forty eight total rushing yards. I mean yeah, it was it, it came down to essentially because 21 points holding the Saints to 21 is actually not bad because the Bears' defense is actually pretty solid. Um, and so it's just that, you know, after a certain point, the Bears' offense can't do anything. So then the Bear, the defense gets tired, and, and then that's that's it. And then the Saints just start, start uh, scoring touchdowns. Yeah, that's basically it. But, um, you know, Drew Bees was a little banged up, you know, with those, those ribs, mm-hmm. that rib injury. Uh, but he had a pretty solid game, you know, 28 completions, 39, 39 attempts. 265 yards, two touchdowns. Not a bad game. Yeah. You know, Kamara was one of my our key factors for this game. Uh, 23 carries, 99 yards. Not bad. Yeah, and a touchdown. And a touchdown, yeah, not bad. Uh, I definitely expected a little bit more from him. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he was going to hit the triple digits. I mean, he was just shy of it. Yeah, just a yard. But, you know, I think, you know, going forward, he's going to be, you know, a bigger a bigger factor mm-hmm. for this, this Saints offense. Definitely, and then so they're on. This, well, they stay at home, um, and they have Tampa Bay coming in now. Yeah, so, that's also like we said, could be a good game. Yeah, and then the last game of the week, which I think was the most surprising, um, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. And what did I tell you guys? <laughs> what I told you, Derek. I told you. Everyone heard. Everyone heard me. The Browns were gonna ball out, and guess what? They did. <laughs> they balled out, dude. Baker Mayfield. Like you said, he was going to have, you know, his standard Baker Mayfield game. You know, 21 completions, 34 uh, 34 attempts, 263 yards, three touchdowns. Very solid. Very solid. But it all started from that very first snap for the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) That horrible, horrible snap. A snap that I could have done better. (laughs) Derek could have done better. That's that's just, you know. Yeah, from the get-go... After that, I'm sure Pittsburgh and Cleveland, they both felt like, oh, this is over already. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah, once once, once the Cleveland uh, once Cleveland got that interception oh. af- after that, that snap, mm-hmm. you know, the weight lifted off their shoulders, you know. They're like, this is our game now. Yep. You know, everything that happened in the past is gone. It was like a... It was like a... What, what's it called? The... When they like take the demon out of the the body. Oh, like an exorcism. An exorcism, <laughs> yeah. All all the cursed, you know, games in the past uh-huh. gone now. Yeah, this isn't this isn't your grandpapa's Browns, man, or like this this isn't that 0 16 Brown. Like this is this this Brown. This I think it's finally changed. Well, yep. it is. It has changed. They won a playoff game. Exactly. It's all you know, swag, confidence. You know, it's they a, they really balled out. Yeah, it was it was. Honestly, like I, I chose Pittsburgh, but I wanted Cleveland to win because I, I, oh yeah, under underdogs, you know. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people wanted uh, Cleveland to win. And so, um, if you look at the other side, I mean, Ben, I think it's an NFL record, forty-seven completions and sixty-eight attempts, and I think I think that's postseason. Like those numbers are a record, and then five hundred one passing yards and four touchdowns. Which if you just had that, that would that would be outstanding. Yeah, that that I mean, five hundred one yards. That's. Ooh. That's incredible, you know. Yeah. But, but we all know that the interception is where they where they bit where they bit them, you know. Yeah, four interceptions. Four interceptions and one fumble. That you you're not gonna win a game like that. Definitely, yeah. even five hundred, six hundred yards, you know. Yeah. So they they really, you know, handed the Browns that win basically. Yeah, it was more. It was honestly more the Brown, the Steelers beating themselves than the Browns winning. But exactly, they they the the Steelers did try coming back. Yeah, you know Ben Ben Roethlisberger really tried. You know with that those five hundred one yards, but you know it all started off from th- that very first play. Yeah, it really did. And they, they yeah they just really couldn't come back from that. Um, did you hear what Juju Smith Schuster said earlier in the week? I before the game. Uh, was it before the game? I thought it was like earlier earlier in the week. Uh, where he was like, Oh, the Browns are the Browns, like we're gonna beat them. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're they're faceless gray people. <laughs> yeah. Juju Smith Schuster, that's 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 karma, man. Yeah, that's what you get. I, I like Juju because I'm an S USC fan, uh college football. 
Okay. And so that's where he came from. And so when he came out of the draft, I was like, I was hoping some a team I liked got him, like the Rams or like my or the Dolphins or something. But right, right. So he went to the Slither. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I you know I'll, I started watching his games a lot more. But ever since he started doing those TikTok dances, and then yeah, he just he became a fan favorite to a cringe person. You know. Yeah. Now I'm like, dude, like you're you're being an idiot. And then uh, Chase Claypool, one of the the other receivers right uh after the, i think the day after the game in an interview or something he said it's like i mean i know we lost but it doesn't matter because the browns are about to get clapped by the chiefs yeah i, I saw that too i was like dude you guys are just some sorry yeah, ass losers yeah exactly just fucking sore losers you know just you know you guys shot yourself in the foot accept it you know yeah no need to make any unnecessary comments about that you know mm-hmm. you know let the browns you know celebrate this round you know yeah and uh, next next week doesn't change the fact that you guys got spanked <laughs> like that's even if the browns did get, do get spanked it doesn't change the fact that yeah it yeah. doesn't change the fact that you, you know they beat you mm-hmm. you know fair and square uh but speaking of juju he did have a, a pretty solid game 13 receptions 157 yards one touchdown mm-hmm. uh, like you said chase claypool he actually had two touchdowns for uh 59 yards yeah it's not it's not bad yeah not bad uh like i said they definitely tried coming back but it was just a uh, all their fault. All their faults, you know. Yeah. So that puts Cleveland. That puts Cleveland at Kansas City at next week. My home Chiefs. Woo. So I guess. Well, I mean that sums up Wild Card Weekend. I guess let's just get to our uh, predictions and stuff for uh, the divisional round. Yeah, really quickly though. Uh, a lot of you know, all a lot of our our predictions, you know, on the poll we posted on Instagram, mm-hmm. a lot of our our listeners kind of agreed with us. You know, surprisingly, people a lot of people picked the the Cleveland Browns to beat, you know, the Steelers. Yeah, they did actually. Uh, I think the Seahawks were predicted to beat the Rams in our poll, but mm-hmm. they, you know, they eventually lost. But yeah, a lot of our viewers, or a lot of our listeners, are are kind of on the same wavelength as we are. You know. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, let's just jump in. Let's jump into the to next week's games. Oh yeah, let's. Um, uh, the first game on is going to be on Saturday, and that's the Rams. At the Packers, um, I was I was checking the weather because I like to check the weather a lot. <laughs> okay, for the yeah. games because it's it's obviously winter over there. Yeah, and so and they uh, get they get hard winters, you know. Oh yeah, and I think Sunday there's a chance of snow. So not not Saturday, but I mean you know the weather's not always a hundred percent. So either way, it's gonna be cold as hell, and so I just and that's where Rogers thrives. You oh know? yeah, I mean they played a. Uh, Played Tennessee in the snow earlier, and they just smoked them. Yep. So, um, I don't yeah, know. What, so do you, what do you think about that game? So, you know, the Rams' defense is very good. We saw that uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I just think, uh, you know, Rodgers' MVP season, I think he's just going to really, you know, give the Rams what's coming, you know, a good spanking. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I don't know if the, Ram- the Rams will be able to contain, you know, the Packers throughout the whole game. It might be tight in the first half, but I do think the the Packers are going to come out uh, with the W. What yeah. about you? What do you think? Um, well, I definitely didn't have the Rams advancing, so yeah, I'm yeah, did we, I, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely a strange predicament to be in because I didn't expect this to happen. But uh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people actually thought it was good. To, I didn't think I don't think a lot of people thought that the Rams were going to face the Packers. So yeah, so it's definitely yeah. That's that was also surprising. Um. The yeah, their defense is legit, and it's I mean it shut down Wilson. It, I'm sure it could, sh- it could shut down pa- uh, Packers, shut that shut down Rodgers. But but I mean I I just don't know about the the Rams offense though. Yeah, because like the the defense obviously could play their part, but Wolfard or Goff, you know, Goff looked very shaky. Yeah, he he didn't look he didn't look that good. He yeah he really didn't look that good. His his defense basically bailed them out. Yeah, they really did. That's kind of been this, the whole the, the story. whole season, you know. Yeah, the whole season, and the Packers. I don't have their numbers right now, but I I don't think they're that great of a defense. They're not. I don't think they're terrible, but they're in the middle of the pack. So, but even even if even with that, I think it's still going to be a struggle for Goff. But if they get that running game how it is, and the defense plays how it does, I think it's going to be a lot closer, and it might come down to the you know the last last drive or so, but. Really, you think so? If 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 they play exactly how they play at Green Bay, at Green Bay, at Green Bay, wow, okay. So you think it's gonna be a tight game? I, I, 
I, if they can, if they if Wolford plays, I think Wolford's got to start. Uh, oh really? So you you just don't trust Goff at all? No, not right now. I think because I think even even though it was just like I think one series, Wolford I think looked pretty solid. Like I think especially because he's mobile. Yeah, that was that was his debut, right? Mm-hmm. It's, but that's, uh, a, that's a lot of pressure for a rookie, honestly. Hell of a lot of pressure against you know the number one seed, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Ah man, <laughs> that's a that's so you are you are you telling me that? So are you saying Packers are winning or are you saying Rams are winning? I I still think the Packers are gonna win, but, but I think slightly. It, yeah, I still think it's going to be a fairly close game. Okay, well, I th- and I think opposite. I think I think it'll be close in the beginning, and then the Packers will start to separate themselves. Okay, okay. Yeah, that'll be Saturday at 135. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's jump into the next game. Yeah, Ravens at Bills. All right, what do you think about this one? This one, I'm going to circle this one as, as the game to watch, honestly. Like the, the premier game that yeah, weekend? Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be the premier game Saturday night. Or yeah, Saturday evening, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ravens at Bills. Uh, so what do we think? I I think it's a great matchup because you have uh, the both of these quarterbacks that came from the same draft. You know. Yeah, they did. And so I think it's it's gonna be really cool because the Bills have a great offense and a solid defense. The Ravens have a a great offense and a solid defense. It's like they're both mobile quarterbacks. They got good res- like it's just it should be a shootout. And definitely, yeah, I, I I I agree. It's gonna be, it's gonna come down to the wire on this one for me. Uh, definitely gonna be a shootout. You know, each quarterback seems like they're matching each other this season, and I just think it's gonna come up to to you know, Josh Allen and his connection with Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Lamar is gonna get the ball rolling. Maybe rush, you know, rushing. Right. Because you know he's a he's a beast when he runs the ball, but I just think that that Diggs Allen connection is is gonna be you know, the big one this weekend. Yeah, and I think, I th- yeah, I think it's going to be competitive and close pretty much the whole game, but I think the difference between, like, the Ravens and Titans and the Ravens and Bills is uh, Tennessee doesn't really have a defense, and so going against the Bills, who have a pretty solid defense. Yeah, I they're think. just a generally overall solid team, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely going to, you know, going to be a better competition against the, the instead of the Titans. Yeah, and I think I think with that, I think I just I, I got the Bills winning that game with just the uh, feel like they're the more complete team. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why I'm gonna pick them too. I think the Bills are gonna win just because they're an overall better team to me. Um, obviously, we've seen the Ravens; they can do well. They mm-hmm. have like their stints, but definitely gonna come ba- come down to to just defense and offense. That just combination. Yeah. So then we go on to the Sunday games uh, in the morning. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Or is uh, it afternoon, right? Afternoon, yeah. Sunday, uh, Browns. At your Chiefs. At my Chiefs. Uh, it's going to be at 12.05. 12.05. Uh, man, you know, after after watching that Browns game, that Browns and Steelers game, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I got a little scared. <laughs> I got a little scared. You know, you, and I want to tell you why. I want to tell you why. Okay. People love the underdog for some reason now. And, and it's very weird to say the Chiefs are kind of like – the enemy team now, you know. Yeah, everyone. No, not everyone, but I. I su- winning, winning a lot makes people hate you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though the Chiefs are relatively new to winning, you know. Yeah. You know they finally got the Super Bowl last year, but all of a sudden, like analysts, you know, friends, like they're all like tugging bad about the Chiefs now, you know. <laughs> so like, and as a as a person, you know, we don't really like successful teams, you know. Right. And, you know, that's kind of weird because I usually root with the underdog as well. You know, my Chiefs were underdogs for a long time. But now we're the enemy, you know. So <laughs> the, definitely the Browns are going to be the underdog. Uh, that worries me just because how many times have you seen, like, a bottom seed moving on to the to the, to the end of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. Definitely happens. It happens. And that's what worries me is just we could get a little cocky. You know, we can let Baker get a couple touchdowns here and there. And then we'll just we won't have enough time to come back, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, I just think the key factor is gonna be our, our running game. Obviously, we 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 know Patrick could, uh, Patrick Mahomes could throw for you know for hundreds of yards. Yeah. But we gotta get uh, our running game going. Whereas the Browns have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They both did really solid solid last week. Yeah. But man, uh, it's gonna be a nail biter. Nail biter. I'm really scared for that game. It's gonna be a good game though. You know, shout out to my my homie Victor. His Browns are finally <laughs> into the divisional round. <laughs> but 
Uh, sorry, Victor. I think the Chiefs are going to take it. Uh, I just can't. I can't see, you know, Mahomes losing. You know, we just have a lot of good pieces: Kelsey, uh, Hardman, Robinson, Le'Veon. But definitely going to be a good game. Uh, definitely going to be a tough challenge. And I'm really looking forward to this game. What yeah. Do you, what do you got in this game? Um, I. Th- be nice, Derek. <laughs> no, you're gonna you're gonna like what I have to say. So okay, okay. So we're we're friends still. You're still friends, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, like like we said, the Steelers beat themselves more than the Browns did. Exactly. And so I I think this is gonna be like maybe maybe the first half. It's gonna be kind of close because the Chiefs for some reason like they don't like to wake up until the pressure's on. They like to you know yeah just they, stick li- around. they like to get they like to get going third quarter late. Fourth quarter early, you know, it's, yeah. it's weird, but they're just like, all right, guys, let's start trying now. I guess <laughs> if it works, it works. Yeah, but no, yeah, definitely. I mean, we want a Super Bowl like that. Um, don't don't get me nervous, guys. Come on, <laughs> off the get go, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's what you would like to see, but I don't think it's going to be like that. But with that being said, I think the Browns will put up a you know a little nice fight. But I, I honestly, I think the Chiefs will. I think uh, I don't think it'll ever feel in uh, in question. I think like. They'll always be up by like three points, a touchdown or something, and it just in the end, you know, you, you'll probably feel more nervous than you need to. But I think they're they're gonna win it. And I'm sorry for those Browns fans, but yeah, I just I, I can't see the Chiefs losing this game right now, especially with the week's rest. Like they've had more time to practice and get yeah, a game plan. Like get a game I, yeah. plan going. Yeah, you, they saw how the Browns did against the Steelers, and they're just gonna work around that. You know. Yeah. Definitely give you a good game. Definitely an- another game. I'm probably gonna circle. As one of the the key games this weekend, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's jump into um, you the, know the last game, the last game, Buccaneers Saints. Damn, you know Tom Tom Brady, Drew Brees, two two legendary quarterbacks. Yeah, two first ballot Hall of Famers, both over the the age of forty. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, what do we what do you think about this game? Um, you know, uh, Tampa Bay's offense can really get going. You know. Yeah, it's it's crazy because this is the third time they're playing each other, and the Saints. The first game, like it was kind of close, but they they beat them, and in the second game, they whooped completely, whooped, destroyed them, and so I don't know if the Saints just have their number this year or what, but I mean I feel pretty confident that the Saints are just they're gonna probably do it again. I don't think it'll be a whooping, but it's it's I think it's gonna be a really close game, but I think just their defense is gonna get Brady off. You know, Brady, all you got to do is push him around a little bit. He gets scared, and he's scared he's going to dirty his dress. So, you know, <laughs> he's just going to start getting panicky. He's going to miss his throws. And I think uh, Saints offense is going to rely on Kamara, get, you know, get some good throws from Breeze in. And I just, yeah, I feel like just the Saints, I can see the, I can see them beating them because they just had their number all year. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree uh, disagree with you actually I think Tom Tom Brady's gonna have a, another Tom Brady ish game. Okay. You know he has plenty of connections with Evans. You know Antonio Brown. I think Leonard Fournette needs to get going though. You know he didn't he wasn't really a big factor last week against Washington. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I just yeah I just think they need to get him going. You know Chris Godwin. Uh, I just like you know Tom Brady's receivers a little bit more. Yeah, than, I would agree. Uh, than Drew Bees' receivers, but I don't. I don't know if uh, Kamara could do it just by himself. Uh, I know I'm pretty sure Bruce uh, Breeze is gonna be a little bruised up still. Mm-hmm. So I don't really trust the new the New Orleans offense just right now. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a decent game, but I just think it's gonna come down to uh, Tom Brady just being Tom Brady. You know, there's not much to say about that. We we've all seen it in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's still a Great quarterback, a great leader, and yeah, I just, I just, I can't see uh, the Saints beating them. I hate every word you said, but um, yeah, it's, it's I, the truth. <laughs> the truth hurts sometimes. You know? <laughs> I would like, I definitely wouldn't. I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I, I'm being very biased. I, I just don't want a books to win. <laughs> <laughs> so the truth comes out now. <laughs> but I do believe the Saints can beat them because they they beat them already twice this year. Like they, you know, uh, but. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks win because they're they are a very solid team. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I mean the Saints are at home too. Yeah, and I think they 
I think they have some fans. Do they have some fans? I know some. I still don't know which stadiums have fans and don't. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it's just like random. But I I don't think the Saints have any in person attendance this game. Okay. But I mean that doesn't matter though, honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, I don't know. I can't. I can't see Breeze winning. Even though I would, I would like to see them win. Obviously, mm-hmm. but man, Tampa Bay sports coming out of nowhere. Honestly, <laughs> the past well, was it the year this past year? Because uh, yeah, the Tampa Rays, Bay, Tampa Bay Rays made it to the the World Series against the Dodgers. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I believe they won the the, the Stanley Cup. Oh, that's right. Tam- Tampa Bay, man, just coming out of nowhere. <laughs> Crazy. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? You know. All right, guys, that kind of wraps up. That ra- kind of wraps up our, you know, dig- divisional round picks. Uh, please let us know on our Instagram at sportsaholic underscore podcast. Uh, what do you guys think of our predictions? Who do you guys side with? Do you think the Rams are going to upset the Packers? Do you think the Browns are going to uh, upset my Chiefs? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll probably do another poll to see what you guys think this weekend. Yeah, most definitely. And we just want, we really want to hear you guys, you know, we appreciate the support we got last week. Yeah, it was really cool. We got a lot of good feedback and. Yeah, a lot of people listening to the podcast, po- posting it on their stories. Yeah. You know, it was very, very awesome experience for us, you know, finally being able to do this, you know, this type of thing is our, our, our passion, you know, so please continue to, to show us some love and support and then we'll definitely do our part, you know, give you guys more uh, content for you guys to to look at, to enjoy, you know, post more episodes. And then maybe maybe in the future we'll do like a Q&A episode to, so they could get to know us. Yeah, I was, well, I guess I had something like that in mind. I was thinking like they could, like on our Instagram, ask, send us like, you know, messages, DM us for like, oh, you guys should talk about this or that. Like, yeah, definitely. Like show some, give us some ideas, guys. You know, we really want to, hear you guys out what you guys want like want more of or less of yeah definitely you know as as the nfl season's coming to a wrap you know we'll start talking about mlb more you know for my premier league fans we'll start talking about uh, the epl you know nba you know a lot of a lot of stuff happening in the nba right now but you know right now our main focus is the nfl and the divisional round yeah but don't you know don't feel like we're neglecting you guys <laughs> yeah we care about all these sports it's just yeah we might you know you know obviously we we'll, have, we'll sprinkle in a little little action here and there but you know as of right now football is kind of you know the country's kind of know, priority country's priority right now yeah. yeah exactly all right any anything else you want to wrap up on Derek uh, I think uh, I think that's gonna do it I think that's yeah I think that's a good episode too yeah, guys, again, thank you for everything. You know, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Give us some feedback. You know, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And, you know, we really appreciate it, you guys. You know, continue to to listen to our podcast and give us some feedback, you know. Mm-hmm. And any feedback is good feedback, guys. Definitely. You know, we're not professionals just yet. Just yet. <laughs> soon. Soon enough. So, you know, don't don't be afraid to, to, get, to critique us and give us some you know, some hardcore feedback. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, this is going to wrap up episode two. Um, you know, we, we really appreciate it. So we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. All right, later, guys. Later.